so, so let's get now. Let's ask the real question. How long did James Cameron stare at the breastfeeding lady? Now, now we're getting into the, okay. So now that is a creepy one. Do you miss going to the video store, acid wash jeans, and MTV with music? I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. Niete. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not already. Bring, bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we'll play the game and open up a six pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. And at the end of the movie, we'll rate the show or rate the movie. Yeah, the show we rate our show. It's a fucking one, but for rating this movie, it's somewhere between one and 24 cans somewhere, <laughs> somewhere between there. One can is, uh, uh, probably, uh, getting uh, a migraine an hour and 45 minutes into this fucking movie or, or if you're in the movie, just being in the fucking movie. And 24 Kansas, uh, bros uh, moving over, maybe letting you be on the door. Maybe. I don't Is know. What? No, I think 24 would be in the car with Kate Winslet. Uh, don't you think? Well, you're going to die eventually either way. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, but, but hey, hey, before well, we before get to- you died, <laughs> yeah, yeah, good time. But before we get to all that, we want to let you know some things. Uh, we want to do movies suggested by our listeners, and that means you. So if you're listening to this, there's four ways you can do this. One is join our Patreon. If you suggest it there, we do it. We get to it. We make it happen. Two, if you want us to do a movie and you just can't wait and you want it to be done like the next thing we do, you go to Venmo or PayPal and go at Soda Pop Culture Club. Tell us the movie you want to do and send us $25. We're easy. We're cheap, too. We are very easy. Uh, plus, we have a third way for you to suggest movies. Um, not only do we have Patreon, we also have a website, sodapopcultureclub.com. You can buy some merch, see our schedule, all that stuff. And there's also a movie suggestion portal on there where, you know, you can suggest it, but if we get to it, we get to it. That's how that works. It's if we like it, you know, right. that too. And then Anthony has a way that uh, he would like people to know. Yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. In yes. your review... Make a little mention of a movie you'd like us to do. That also gets you on the list. That'll put you on the list. And let's also not forget, we want to share this show with your friends if you really don't like them. And uh, check out our Instagram yeah, at my where we post memes, but mostly of late. It's been memorials. It's been a sad couple weeks of people passing away. And I just feel weird about putting our movie ones out when there's all these things happening lately. So, so much goddamn tragedy in the celebrity world. I will say that. And I just want to say if for a mental health thing, if you feel blue, if you feel low, if we aren't helping you get better, find someone who will and, and get called. Call someone. Don't sit in your own thoughts and don't think of how much you want it to, and think about how much you want to just get better and find someone. There's your That's PSA. What. If you're feeling down and blue, do not fucking listen to us because that ain't going to help. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless it does, then just, Hey, we got a hundred something episodes. Go back and unblue yourself. However, you oh no, sounded so wrong. 
<laughs> yeah, so unblue wrong. yourself. During my PSA, I use the word unblue. <laughs> Get the blue out of the balls. Yes. Yes. Okay, Anthony, that's it. I'm done with this intro. But PSA, no, is it 988 you can dial now, they say? If you ha- if you need help and you're thinking of ending your own life, call 988. 988. We don't need any more of that. Okay. You got deep. Sorry. You got deeper than the Titanic. Well, it's because of our damn memorials. The last one I posted was of a dancer. I don't know if you saw it. His name is Twitch. And he was on a show called So You Think You Can Dance, like the second season. And ever yeah. since then, I watched the guy and followed his career. He's a great dude. But you just don't know, even if a person's a great dude and lights up a room, you really don't know. Because the, the still waters, as they say, they run deep, right? Like a guy like that looks all good on the outside. But you never know what really is going on in someone's life. You just don't know. Exactly. So, yes. Like I, every time we finish an episode, I <laughs> hide the knives. All right, so take it. Is there anything you want to say before I run this damn trailer? Um, yeah, it's yeah. really random too. Well, okay, Nothing to do with it. But I just finished <laughs> the other day the uh, three-part documentary on Hulu uh, on Von Dutch. Oh, I did, I, I saw that you uh, have posted Man, on that. That was uh, interesting. Um, or Von Douche, as you Von someone douche. said on your comments. <laughs> is it i i you know no, so, i don't know if i should watch that i don't um you should actually it, it's interesting um all right the, i'll give you a spoiler though it's not really a spoiler if you knew about it the funniest thing to me about it's at the very end you find out you know kind of what's happened to people the guy that they brought on as the main designer yeah left to start ed hardy well that makes so much sense <laughs> And that's I, and amazing. It, and it makes you wonder is somewhere in there the guy who created Affliction? You know, like he's got, like, yes. Yeah, they all have to be <laughs> the same. This vein. is just, oh it's, my God. Like, yeah, well, maybe we should be designing clothing. It we seems should like it's actually, easy. we should be. I was actually thinking about that, and I think we really should get more into that because the podcast fucking sucks, but we got yeah. a brand. But we got a brand. All right. Are you ready for that trailer? Then this could be our VH1. Behind the clothing episode. Behind the clothing. <laughs> All right, here you go. Let's go. Titanic was called the ship of dreams, and it was. It really was. All right, open your eyes. got everything I need right here with me. I figure life's a gift, and I don't intend on wasting it. You never know what hand you're going to get dealt next. You learn to take life as it comes at you. When the ship docks, I'm getting off with you.
I'll never let go. That oh god, oh god, I was like, is that from the car scene or is that when the ship's going down? Yeah, yeah, you're you're on crack. But uh, before we get to the game, which is what we're gonna do next, um, I do want to say once again, like I said, my, we were talking about the memorials, right? I haven't done a memorial because this person's not dead, but Celine Dion's career is pretty much dead, isn't it? After what we found out about her, she has something where she can't like her like stiff or something. I don't know. I don't know. And it's really sad. So. You know, it's kind of sad to hear that music. It's yeah. sad. I, I, you know what? She's done well for herself. She has. But have I ever told you that she's my ex-wife? And that the story behind that? Have I ever told you how she's Celine my... Celine Dion is your ex-wife? Yes. you got. I've never told you the story. See, I no. wasn't going to tell this. But then I thought, you know, this is a good one. Okay. This is a good one. This is many moons ago. This is probably actually even before Titanic. Sadly, okay. she because she was a pretty she's pretty big even before that. She yeah. probably was part of the reason this movie did well. I'll get to that. But the but uh, when I was a young man, I was sleeping so deep, and I had one of those dreams that was extremely real. You know what I'm talking about? The ones where everything is just so realistic. And in the dream, I married Celine Dion. Okay. And, okay. And. When we got done with our wedding and everything and, and we were like going to go on our honeymoon, she said she had to take a separate plane because she's a very busy person. She had to go do something first and was going to meet me where I was going. Right. Okay. So she gets on this plane and goes off. And I get on my plane and a lot of her family and friends are on that plane, probably flying to wherever they're going. And while I'm in the air with them, they go, hey. You know, before we get to our layover, wherever that's at, I forget where. But they're like, hey, you know, she's not really going to do a thing. She actually has another person on the side. And I'm and my heart gets broken at that moment. Right. Like, I'm like, no, they can't. Why would they tell me this? This sucks. This sucks. So as soon as I land at this layover, I fly to where she's supposed to be to to do this thing. And I'm outside in the, the snow. In the cold, looking through a glass at a restaurant with her with another man. And I am weeping. I am fucking weeping. Crying my heart out. And I wake up with all of these fucking tears in real life. And my wife wondered, what the fuck is wrong with me? I had I had tears. I had feelings. So I'm weeping. And that sucks. I felt all the emotions of being married and being cheated on. And my wife sees me there with all these emotions and she wonders what the fuck is wrong with me. Because I just woke up that way. And when I told her, I got laughed at a little bit. And now, if we hear Celine Dion or talk about her, if she says she's my ex-wife, you know why. From now on, that I have the real emotions of loss from that relationship that I never really had. And it sucks. So I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your life that kind of dream no that's the worst fucking story i've ever heard in the history (laughs) of my entire fucking life or or fun you could say it's fun i mean what if you had that what if you had that that feel like like you married ryan reynolds and lost him i don't go there that's way different that would suck (laughs) which one's a bigger star you're ryan reynolds celine dion celine dion could buy ryan reynolds 
You know this, right? You know what? <laughs> what? Wouldn't you rather repl- replace Ryan Reynolds with Celine Dion in that dream, though? No, not back then. You got to remember, this is like 1997, 96, right before this movie came out. I know it was before Titanic came that out. That was just a horrible, horrible story. Well, it really hurt, though. I'm telling you, man, it was like, it was, it was so bad. I, I don't even know how to put it. But that, but that's my Celine Dion connection. So I always have my, uh, my heart always beats a little different for her, even wow. when I didn't like her music. So I didn't like, that's the funny part about it. At the time, I would always bitch about her songs being on the radio and how they were just so boring half the time. And, uh, and then I have a fucking dream. There you go. How were you back in the day attracted to Celine Dion then? Uh, I mean, she wasn't an unattractive lady then, but uh, but it wasn't necessarily someone I went out and bought a poster for. Let's put it that way. Okay. So there we go. All right. Are you ready for the game now? Yes, I'm ready to move on. Please. All right, here's the game. The games where I'm going to read Anthony some reviews, three of them to be exact. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. And all he has to do is point it out. It's something he hasn't been able to do very well, but it's what he has to do. And you can do it too. And if you point it out, well, you're just better than Anthony. And that's just how it goes. And I don't think that's hard to do. Being better than Anthony is something most of us do daily. It's the bar is so low. It's probably underground. Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? Sure. All right. Do the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first one. Here we go. Stephanie Zacharik of salon.com glub 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 carl fox of the new york times a masterful stroke by cameron that will send hearts soaring susan stark detroit news as a spectacle titanic sets a new standard as a romantic drama it's substandard third one all right. Why is that? Susan Stark. Who is she? Game of Thrones. Well, you would be wrong, sir. Susan it Stark is. is a real person, though, as well from Detroit, because Carl Fox is Charlie Sheen's dad in Wall Street. The movie. It's Martin Sheen. Actually, it's literally his dad. You know, like, like he literally is his dad. So Martin Sheen was Carl Fox in that movie. Fuck so, off. You, you so people you see how he thought he was so confident. I even didn't even ask him why. You know why? Because I just wanted to let him know. I just couldn't hold it in. I could. You know, it's like I have a problem with that. All right, I'm wrong, just like always. Now, breakdown by the numbers, directed by James Cameron <laughs> and starring Kate Winslet, Leonardo DiCaprio, Billy Zane, Kathy Bates, Bill Paxton, Gloria Stewart, and Victor Garber as Captain Thomas Andrews. If you don't know. Got me with that. Tried to get me with that one before, bitch. Titanic was released on December 19th, 1997, taking in $2.202 billion with a B at the box office against a $200 million budget. It scores 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb and 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I just want to say that that $2.2 billion, I think that's between both releases of the 3D and the original. Could I don't be. think it, it did not make $2.2 billion on its original. Yeah, not on the original, but and then it also was re-released. Yeah, yeah. Several years back. Now, that's a great memory of mine. The re-release. Because I saw it in the theaters originally. I think I saw it twice because I feel like it was the second time I went to see it. I literally was getting a migraine like a little over an hour into it. Like, I was getting a fucking headache. Um, When we... So, this was like several years back when they did the re-release in theaters. 
So my wife and I and my sister and her boyfriend went to see it, which was awesome because we snuck booze into it. We got fucking okay. hammered. So my wife and my sister snuck wine in. Nice. And then we, I think me and my friend were, uh, me and Tom were having, uh, I'm pretty sure vanilla vodka <laughs> mixed with like a big gulp of Coke. Is that and like, the, is that the Titanic drink? I don't literally know. <laughs> by, you know, the end of this three hour fucking epic. Sloshed. Yeah. A boozy vanilla Coke. It was. That's what that, yeah. that's what that is. Yep. That is pretty awesome. But I got something for you. You talk about who starred in this movie. Do you want to know who almost starred in this movie? And I think I would be more interested in this. I wouldn't. Personally. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Matthew McConaughey were almost Jack and Rose, maybe. Cameron wouldn't confirm, but based on the quote he had, it seemed it was what happened. So he said he wouldn't confirm or deny, but he says some people maybe should have taken an opportunity instead of thinking it wasn't for them. Or or like they said something like, I don't think this is a good, big enough project or something at the time. (laughs) But, you know, I, I think that would have been interesting to see. I don't at all. Do you want to see Gwyneth Paltrow posing naked for a picture? Because I sure as hell don't. Why not? Back then. She is not. I am not. This goes back to the Celine Dion thing, okay? I'm sorry. I have never found Gwyneth Paltrow to be attractive. There are some people, I mean, like, and this is just me personally. I'm sorry. I don't think she's attractive. Mm -hmm. I don't think Rihanna is attractive. Wow. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I'm not like saying she's ugly. I'm like, I don't think she's like this super hot person. Everybody thinks she's I get it. I mean, we all have our thing. Giselle is not attractive either. I'm sorry. But what the fuck? What? uh, Tom Brady's ex-wife? Yeah. Okay. I do not find her hot either. I get it. I mean, I understand. I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand why you wouldn't. I mean, it's all subjective, right? Like, look, Giselle, Rihanna. Gwyneth Paltrow. Don't want to see none of them in Titanic. I think I know why, though. I don't think, it, and it goes back to what Anthony likes the most, and I don't think he's seen their feet. And I think he would really be attracted to them if he saw some wow. feet attract. Like, I think wow. maybe that would sway his opinions. I, I think... Um, why are you projecting your foot fetish onto me? <laughs> I don't have one. I don't Higher. <laughs> But that's who almost is in oh this. Oh, my life. God. I think it would be a much more interesting movie. Makes you horny. Matthew McConaughey was Jack. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't think so. I think it works. No. I think it works. No. Could you see him playing the poker scene a lot better? Come on. All right, boys. Here we are. You know, and he, he, I could just see him doing his thing and mm-hmm. making that. You would I still have right ahead. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, baby. Osberg right ahead, baby. You know what I like about sinking ships? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he would say, but he'd say it. All right, so let's get to this movie. And I want to say this right now. I'm going to break this up into two movies, really. Because I feel there are two movies in here. But there's at least two movies in here. Because you well, got two VHS tapes when it came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first movie is the love story, you know. The second movie is the tragedy movie, like the yeah. like you know, the towering inferno or some shit that, like that. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they spot the iceberg, that's when you had to put in the second tape. Yeah, yeah. So the way that this is broken up, that's the way I'm gonna talk about it. Um, I wanna talk about the movies 
uh, the first part, and I want to talk about the second part. But before I get to that, I want to talk about what I feel about this movie in general. And what I never was into it. Like a lot of people, I did not see it in the theater. My wife did. I I did not. And I barely watched it. Somehow I have seen this movie, but I know I have never sat through it all the way once. Until this week when I watched it twice. Okay. So I never have sat through it all the way. Because why? I can't. But <laughs> the only reason I sat through it this time is because I watch it while I'm at work. Because I can't go anywhere. I got to fucking work. So it's like it's playing. I can't get up and just walk away. So it is what it is. But I think this movie brokers in a couple things. I think that I I don't think it's as good as its hype is what I'm about to say. I think people have sentimentality about the Titanic. I think people um, like the Celine Dion song. And I believe, I believe this movie has a smell of it, a taste that we now have of the Hallmark formula. Like it has a smell of it. Like somehow I felt so? it. I don't I think felt, so. I smelled it somewhere in there. I was get like, no Hallmark out of this. You get none. The no. only thing not Hallmark about this is her breasts. Um, that's the only thing. That would uh, add a little more appeal to some Hallmark movies for sure. Uh, but I feel people watch this and here's my thing. Mm-hmm. They have what I call Titanic goggles on. There are people okay. who obsess over that, that tragedy that if you put anything around it, they're going to be obsessed to watch it and be into it. And so the goggles are on to want this to be a good product, even if it's substandard. I don't think so. Oh, I believe so. I'm going to tell you right now. I'll tell you right now why as much fucking movie as that or money as that movie made and the demographic that went to fucking see it. Yeah. Didn't give a shit about that boat. They wanted to see the love story of, Kate and no, Leo. no, 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 no. Yes. I disagree because I think the people who went and watched that, you're right. I, 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 I will give you this. The love story wrapped around the tragedy is the draw to it. But the problem to me is, and this is why I want to break it into two movies, is there is two movies. There's a romantic movie and there's a tragedy movie. And to me, both of them on their own are not that good. Okay. They are not that good. I mean, like, I do not get the love story thing as much. We'll get to that here in a second. And then the tragedy movie, it's like, I'm not getting enough of the tragedy. Like, 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 you know, you get enough tragedy out of that. Uh, no, no, actually. Wow. And, and I want to, and I want to call this, um, I want to call my six pack early on okay. one of these. I called the ending on this. I knew that fucking boat that was, was going to sink. Yes. Good job. I called it though. Good I job. The sinking. I called it. That's my fucking six pack. Idiot. Fucking it. Um, so yeah but no let's get let's get to the first part of this movie i'll get my so, first six pack just because i'm go ahead because it's mine it's mine kate winslet the painting okay i mean you could do that kate winslet's a good six pack Topless kate winslet and let's get into that okay so remember i'm talking about the first part of this movie being a romantic movie i don't think it's a great romantic movie i don't believe the chemistry was that great okay watching this i think that this mo- the the celebrity that came from this movie was more about the hype of the movie than the actual performance. If you watch Leonardo DiCaprio, his acting is not that great, especially during that fucking card game. That was shitty acting. And he had one of my generics. I just want to say it right now. The accents, Fabrizio. 
Atsamore. I want to talk like an Italian. That guy was so fucking fake. I just, ah. Leonardo DiCaprio was not a good actor in Titanic is your point here. A hundred percent. He was not a great, was not great performance. Winslet was way better. Winslet was probably the best performance in this movie. I feel, well, here's what I want to say. They're all characters, right? And I get that. But they're all caricatures of those characters. So like Fabrizio and his accent is a caricature of that character. I believe Jack is a caricature of his character. Okay. I believe Hoxley, or Oxley, is that his name, Hockley? Hockley, the mm-hmm. Billy Zane character. He's an over-exaggerated caricature of what that guy is. Like, all of them have these exaggerated parts of them. Uh, Bates, Kathy Bates playing Molly Brown. Yeah. She's exaggerated caricature of that person. It's like it's all exaggerated, and it just feels icky. It just doesn't feel good, you know? Okay. And even, even Rose, even though she's the best, the best, she still has this woe is me bullshit going on the whole fucking time. I, okay. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, but you we, don't. We'll you agree? Gonna, okay, thanks. What we're gonna do here is you're. I'm gonna let you give your opinion on all that, and I'm going to choose to ignore it, every word of it. Why? I'm gonna let go of that, just like I let go of your Celine Dion dream. It's over. It's done. I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear any of it because it's stupid. But come on, man. When they meet, think of how how is that? She's about to jump off the ship and he does the whole, well, if you go in, I got to go in. Yeah. I found that dorky. Well, you found it dorky because you would never fucking do that. Well, no, I would just grab her and say, you're not going in. No, you wouldn't. You'd back up because you don't want to get splashed. Whatever. You're like, I'm wearing wearing my new kicks. I don't want to get water on them. Whatever. Whatever this you're you're telling me. Okay, well then give me your opinion of this first half of the movie. Give me your opinion of the love story and the chemistry. What what, how, what makes you think it's good? That's what I want to know. Because it is. It just That's it. Not. What do you mean? What makes? I think it was well acted, and I do think they have great chemistry. You think that was well? I watch it. Did you? How many times did you watch it this week? I've watched this thing fucking... Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? Do you know how many times I've watched this damn movie? Hopefully not more than twice. More than twice. Hopefully the first time you watched it and didn't watch it until this week. More than three times. Because tell me how that romance isn't subpar. It's predictable. It's predictable. And not just because the movie came out in 1997. It is totally predictable down to the T of the, the conflict and what is happening here. It is not anything innovative. It's not there's it's not great. The meat cute isn't really that cute. I mean, as a romance, it is blah. It just it, it it is not great. And then I like I said, the acting is a little mechanical. I mean, the best acting came from what's his name? Victor Garber and um and Rose. I mean, that's the those are those are Kate Winslet. Those are the to me the two best performances in this movie. I, like whatever. I thought it was well acted. You're an idiot. Let's move on. You don't, th- I can't move on. That's my whole I, thought. I, I can't stay on this point because I disagree. You're wrong. I like it. You don't. That's fine. So you're saying like when this movie isn't full of platitudes as well, like, like what's the, um, life's a gift plan on not wasting it. You do the hand you're dealt. I mean, that whole thing, mm-hmm. that was, I didn't, I just didn't feel it. All I, life is a game of luck. It is not. 
It is not a game of luck. Like, I guess it was more lucky when the Titanic was still floating. Um, but <laughs> I'll tell you, the only person actually that I don't like in this movie. Really? You like everyone in this I movie? can't stand Rose's mom. Why? She's at least the one who explains to you um, why Rose should be this, this uh, manic moron trying to jump off a ship because she's trapped. She's fucking treating Rose like she's her Macaulay Culkin. No, she's, she's using her to maintain her status in life. No, 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 no. That is not what it yes, is. Yes, it wasn't yes, about yes. status. Yes, it is. It was about money. They are exactly. about to lose all their money and lose all life. their possessions. Exactly. That's because she doesn't, no, she doesn't want to be poor and get a real job. Those are possessions. I wouldn't call it status. She doesn't want, it's status. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she me? doesn't want to get a real job. She Who does? wants her daughter to marry that cock-knocking bitch, so she doesn't have to get a job as a fucking seamstress. I get it. But that's, but to me, that's a safe play if you're Rose. Um, just deal with it. Don't cry about it, you know? Are you kidding me? The guy's yeah. an asshole. He's kind of an asshole later no, on. He's we do not get kind of an asshole. At he's the beginning of the movie, asshole. we don't know that he's an asshole the yes, way he is. Yes, we do. Why? Give, because give every fucking reason. time he talks, you know he's an asshole. It's Billy Zane. Billy Zane just sounds like an asshole. It doesn't mean he is an asshole. He's a rich fucking prick. Well, you he know thinks, he's rich, and so you think she is too at the beginning of the movie when she gets out of the car with the hat and the exactly. thing. Exactly. Well, it's not and that impressive. So, she even it was an asshole to the ship. So you don't like her because she actually has feelings and a soul. No, I like scruples. her. No, I think, no, here's the thing. I like her, but I feel that the problem is Jack is a distraction, right? Like, I don't think there's this big romance that's going to, would have gone on after this boat. Jack could never support someone like this. She's just having a, a boatmance, as we call it in the cruising life, right? She's oh having a little God. bit of a boatmance. And that's, and, and when they're done, they would have been done with each other. I don't think that goes on much longer after that because he has no home. Oh, my home's the Titanic. Ha, ha, ha. You know, he's a dumbass like that. Like, I don't have a place to go, although he does. He's from, uh, what was it, Wauwatosa in Minnesota or Wisconsin or something. Uh, that lake that didn't exist that he, at the time he mentioned it. Did you know that didn't exist? Lake Titicaca. Wauwatosa, I believe it's called. But my point is, it's like they wouldn't last. They're, they're nothing, and and uh, and that's why I just don't believe the romance. Like I believe that I believe she would want her picture drawn. That would have been an erotic thing back then. I believe she wanted to have hot car sex. I believe that, but I don't believe the the connection just didn't feel like I didn't feel like like you know right. like I'm gonna explain feel. something to you right now. That you know you, how much I love rom com. So no, 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 you stop right now. I'm gonna debunk everything you just fucking said. Yeah. With one simple fucking thing. If you want to talk about how you don't believe she would have fucking left with Jack and she would have fucking stayed in that situation at the end of the goddamn movie, she's 137 fucking years old and she still has the goddamn heart of the ocean and never fucking sold it. She could have retired, had her children's children, children retire. If she had taken that thing to a pawn shop, let alone gotten a decent value out of it in an auction. I, that's a generic in general. Don't even that tell me she throws that thing in the fucking ocean. Uh, yep, yep, I know that. Yes, I get. Okay, that. so let's not even go there. And that's it's, one thing I wanted to call, call about this. I, I, you know what? We've been talking so much about Rose and them that we forget that this movie really doesn't take place on the Titanic. You know, the other thing, 
Sorry. It's a, she's narrating that, a story. Not the fact that she could have fucking taken care of several generations of her family. She's also going to let that fucking boat keep going out and going out and going out searching for this thing. And yeah, he'll probably never find it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I find it hard to believe that she kept it that all those years, because here's why, if, since we're going to talk about that, what does that fucking diamond have to do with Jack? What do you mean? What does it have to do with Jack? What, what does the heart of the ocean diamond have to do with Jack himself? Not a fucking damn thing. The only thing it means to him was the framing that they were trying to use it to put him in cuffs. It so wasn't right. It was it was actually a negative thing for their relationship. It was a thing dividing them. Why would she have kept it? it I makes think, no fucking uh, uh, sense. Uh, 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 hold on. I would say there's two ways you can look at that, and it's one or the other or both. Number <laughs> one, it's all she's got left from the whole experience. Number she has two, her memories. I think keeping it, the main thing it also did is keep asshole from getting it. So well, he knows, already got his insurance claim saying, from it. Nobody knows that it's there, that it exists. It keeps, so he has no way to find her because if word gets out, it's like winning the lottery. If word gets out, you're whatever. Doesn't matter. Or knocking but on it, your door. But throwing it back in the ocean like it's some relic of their relationship. It is not. It's a relic of, of how a relationship was trying to be destroyed. That's why it makes no fucking sense to me how special that thing is to her. It means nothing. It should have just sat in her drawer at home. and Or she should have just gave it to Bill Paxton and said, Yeah, fuck Hockley. I'm glad you have it now. Could have done that. That, to me, that. makes more sense. And I just want to say before I and go into there. You know what? I think ahead. she should have given it to him because that's the least she can do since he found her picture. And her mirror and all that stuff. And her mirror, yes. Yeah. Her dilapidated uh, grooming items. <laughs> I my generic, I just wanted to call it early in this movie, was Bill Paxton. I just, any movie he's in, I kind of don't like. Um, Are you serious? He's very bit part. And he is bit part in this, but I just don't really? like his attitude half the time. Oh, I love Bill Paxton. I know you do. Love. Probably... Rest in peace. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead. But yeah, so that, uh, see, that's one part of this romance I don't get. That's one more thing. Without... I could do without the hoop earring, though. Yeah, well, and the he weird hair. He can't pull. He, he can't tried pull to look off. cool. He had the rock, tried to get that rock star yeah, treasure yeah. hunter look going. Didn't 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 work. <laughs> you definitely count that as a generic. I mean, he was uh, he was a reality TV star look before it was a thing. I think on that, I'll give him that ahead of his time. Um, but but this whole romance, this first part of the movie, that's 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 why I. That's so why I'm just not a fan of it. I, I I don't know how to put it. I mean, I do have a six pack in there. I do like um, the party scene. I find that fun in the sense that I kind of like to see how much fun. Well, and and this goes to part of my reasons I don't like this. Movie, but I like to see how much fun the poor people are going. But see, that's the thing about this movie. People don't identify with the rich characters like they do the poorer characters. The, well, the right. people who put $2.2 billion in the box office are people going because they identify with the over-characterized, unsinkable Molly Brown played by Kathy Bates, right? Um, they like that. They like Jack because he's the poor guy punching his way up. And they like the the party. Oh, they have the most fun because they know how to drink and dance. Exactly. Not like those stodgy brandy and sherry swillers up there. You know, so that to me, while I like it as a six pack, I also hate the fact that it 
the, that that's what they play to is your base sensibilities so that you like it because of that. What do you want them to do? I don't know. Make it more organic. It feels too forced. It's like you're forcing me into the situation because you know I'm going to identify with it more instead of trying to push my comfort or boundaries on that. You know, like like it's it's too simple. It's very simple. It's a paint by numbers. That's my problem. This this romance part is a paint by numbers, and it's not even that good of a paint by numbers. That's my thing. So when you go to that party, you know, you get the expected shots that you should get. Like it's very. It's not. I don't know how to put it. It's not like great. It's not like. like I feel I don't like know. you're just saying shit to hear yourself talk. I do love to hear myself talk. I, really I do a podcast, that. asshole. You're making fucking arguments <laughs> that are stupid, which you do a lot, anyways, in general. But today they're really bad. Whatever. I feel like you literally, you got it in your head that I want to pick apart one of the highest grossing movies ever just to show I can. No. Yes. That's not true. But I want people. But here's it's, here's what I, I will I'd tell rather you. believe that you're doing that or that you're just this stupid. No, because it's one I, or the other. I don't want to further propagate the idea that something is exceptional that has mediocre shit going on in it. I would rather be honest and truthful of what is mediocre about this movie. Go ahead. Then 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 lie to somebody and say because it was so successful, it was great. That is not true at all. That's why I, I that's why I think it's more about Titanic goggles and, and the song and the hype of it and that, that Jack and Rose romance. While it was great and it swept people into it and created this nostalgia for that, that doesn't mean it was quality. I mean, think here's about it this way. Here's the thing: you got to understand, okay? There have been plenty of movies that have been hyped to the max, big fucking budgets. And the audience is like, no, this fucking sucks. And you know what? It's usually because it does suck. Yes. This is not one of those films. Well, we are going to do on our next uh, podcast, we're going to do a movie um, called Gremlins, right? We are. I don't want to pop uh, pop people's perceptions yet, but do you know what its uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is? I do. And what is that, Anthony? Um, it's one point off of this one. That's right. So okay. you're telling me the greatest fucking movie of all time that's made two point two billion dollars. Greatest movie of all time. The greatest love story of all is no appealing to the hey. masses. No. than Phoebe Cates and this fucking asshole with the Muppet. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> that's my point. It is Your point when, is stupid. If this were that good, if it were that great, the people would look at it and have a 99% or 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is not as good as its revenue, and the performances are not as good as we remember. We just want to remember. We want to have the nostalgia. We want to have the goggles. We want to love it because it was so big, and, and it had such a romance wrapped around a tragedy. I don't. I think it's more what we want than what was really there, and I'd rather be honest with people and say, what really was there is this, I understand if you feel it and you connect to it, but just remember when you watch the next time, look how mechanical the acting was. Look how this line was delivered. Like it looked like he just read it off of the page and then recited it. Or, you know, just it didn't feel natural. It didn't feel good. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm talking down to the performance. I'm not going just like, you know, just a dog on it. I mean, I really watched this thing. Like I said, twice. Twice. I watched it way more than that, and I disagree. In this week, I'm talking within the last three days. I disagree. So, <laughs> I've watched it too many fucking times. 
And I still want to f- say fuck Fabrizio's accent. Still want to say that. I agree with that. Now I do have a question though. You know the the, the drawings. You know they found. Yes. Um, how long did Jack stare at the breastfeeding lady to draw her? Oh. Like how creepy was he? Did she know? I mean, think about that. There was a breastfeeding lady drawing in there. And you know people don't like to be watched. That's I, very I, creepy. I will say. Oh, I got to throw my another six-pack, too, by the way. Oh, go ahead. Um, I always did like the um, the paintings. Somebody, oh. something Picasso. Oh, that's another, that's another base that humor. But that's like a base it. humor thing. You're, like, you're pointing out the generic part of it. That no, it's no, no, something no. that yeah. everyone understands what Picasso is. Right. And, and if we go, oh, he's nobody... Then everybody be like, oh, 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 I'm in on the joke. It, it's very base, right? It's No, it's, I like it. And, but the thing of it is, it's funny you think about, so I mean, Picasso's got fucking ruined when that ship went down too. Oh yeah. Chagall. We heard it. Monet, Monet, Monet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fuck, fuck them. Well, it's the Titanic. What can you say? Do you just want to skip to the end and rate this? Cause I feel like, like that's all you're getting at here. No, no, no. Cause we gotta get, we gotta get through here. You just want to um, pretend you got a big dick at the end and be like, I'm going to... While, while I... Well, I just want to say, while I thought Kathy Bates' character was a um, a caricature, I will say uh, it is kind of a six-pack to have a character like the unsinkable Molly Brown yes. in a movie. Just, just interesting to have that. She's supposed to be the... And, and you can obviously see what she's supposed to do for the movie. She's supposed to bridge you and Jack with the rich people. Mm-hmm. So that you can I feel like you're being led into the club and someone's giving you a saying, no, okay, you know, here you go. You know, here's the other thing though. She's the person I think you want to identify with the most because that's how most normal people would want to be. That you came into money, but you still had your sensibilities about you when you Yeah, did. yeah. You weren't born into being a prick. She overplays it a little, but yeah. That's my only well, I like well, the characters so. overplay. I don't think she overplays I it. I think she gets so much enjoyment of that as like, she likes fucking with people. I think that character loves fucking with people and making the rich people feel fucking uncomfortable. I'll give you that. I I will, I will, I will concede to that point. Cause it's right. (laughs) Uh, But I want to say, go back to the sketches uh, that you may not know is that all sketches were done by James Cameron. Cameron, Yep. I didn't know that. Okay. So So let's get now. Let's ask the real question. How long did James Cameron stare at the breastfeeding lady? Now, now we're getting into the okay. So now that is a creepy one. Okay, yes. Unless he may have got permission, I don't know, or he may have gotten it off of somebody else's picture and drew a picture of a picture. And who knows? At that point, it's, we're into this deep meta universe of who really watched a tit sucker for for a half hour. Yes, you know. That's Wouldn't it have been saying. great flipping through those like in a bonus scene? Oh, like we never a, got to see the one legged a picture prostitute. Of- there, yeah, but wouldn't there have been wouldn't it have been great that there was like a picture of a robotic hand? Oh yeah. yeah I, oh, know, well, I thought maybe at the end we should have gotten the payoff of the one-legged prostitute picture. We really should have, yes. Cause because he really she's like, oh, he stuck how beautiful she's and she's like, oh. And I'm like, like, what did he draw? What did he I'm, <laughs> like, I'm assuming we got some hoo-hoo in there. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. So you never know. You never know. So I want to get now. All those things you got, it's it's the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. You just have to leave it to your imagination. Yes. And I want to get to the second half of this movie. Because the first half, there's the romance and Jack doesn't want to be left out and, you know, all that. 
Um, you gotta live life. Gotta live life. You know, Rose, you gotta live life. Take it. Each day to the fullest. Platitude. Platitude. Platitude, Rose. Platitude, Platitude, Rose. I gotta draw you naked. We gotta go have sex in the car. We gotta go. (laughs) Then, which generic, obviously, the spitting scene. Let's get that out of the way. You knew that. I know it is. I knew you would say that. Yes. Gross. But, but the thing is, is I blame this whole thing, the whole Titanic sinking in this movie on Rose, really. Because she... You blame her for the Titanic sinking? In this movie. The way they dramatized it, yes. Okay. Because her with Jack is what distracted the watch, the watchers, and they were looking down at her and Jack about to get it on in a hallway and kiss and stuff, and then they look, and then they turn around and are like, oh no, a fucking iceberg. So yeah, okay. she distracts the people who are supposed to be watching the fucking boat. So you Go think figure. that 10 seconds... Hey, the 10 seconds is 10 but think of how much it, if they'd have gotten that extra 10 seconds to turn they may have gotten turned enough to where no, it was no, more no, minimal no. damage you blame dipshit for telling them to turn on the other fucking burners because if they were going at a speed they should be going at yeah, yeah, yeah they wouldn't have, hit, they that would that have hit the damn iceberg that hard that hard. if they hit it it wouldn't have been that bad or they would and if you know probably would have been a glancing blow because it wouldn't have been at that speed yeah that that definitely the hubris of the captain and the person who built the ship was the, based on this movie, was what did it in. There's so much. Um, and then the bullshit, not enough lifeboats. That was something, you know, that was... Aesthetics. Uh, yeah, the... Bullshit. That was for aesthetics, yeah. I mean, but the dude wanted to put him there. And she saw it, that dumb lady, because women don't know shit back then, you know. And let's be honest, too. Uh, you know what? I, the surprising thing is that... <laughs> They even fucking sounded alarms for the lower level. Yeah. Be like, hey, first and second class, get on the boats. Well, it was more women and children, but they didn't let the fir- women and children of the the third class get in. Yeah. That was the problem. They let the, they let the uh, women and children of the first and second class in first. And that kind of sucks. That's like, how do you value a life that way? I don't understand. You know what? I I think we still have that same issue today. So oh, whatever. Yeah. Well, you're right. We do. We do. I mean, when you think about it, we really do. I mean, even during COVID, I'm sure we could find instances where wealthy people had opportunities to stay healthier and better, obviously just because they have money. Um, and we still had to send our third class out to do all those jobs to keep supply chains running and things like that. So when you look at it that way, yeah, you're right. I mean, even a tragedy today can be a microcosm or a Titanic can be a microcosm of how that works. Um, so yeah, but as a tragedy movie, I would felt myself wanting more in the second half because the best parts of it were they were running around trying to find a way to get up and out and get, you know, get onto a boat or, or to, to keep from sinking and drowning. To me, that was like the best parts of this. And the parts that got in the way was the very, like I said, I don't didn't enjoy the romance angle as much. I know um, you didn't. So that got in the way with Hockley, you know, trying to buy his way onto a boat and still having a guy chase them down, even though shit's going down. Like it seems to me that in that scenario, that wouldn't have those some of those things wouldn't have happened. That just some of that shit with Hockley, like at the end where he's still trying to fuck him over, 
all that shit. I, I just, I feel that when the, the shit hit the fan to the point where people's lives were at stake, I don't feel that those things would have mattered as much as getting off the boat or ship or whatever you want to call it and, and being safe. Like, I feel that it went a little mm-hmm. too long with that. But the, so, so that's why I wanted more of the how do, you know, getting stuck under inside the ship and trying to get out, you know, like towering Inferno type shit. I, yeah, that would have been a better movie. But Hockley knows this is chance he can kill him get his revenge. The body's going to be drowned anyway. He gets oh, he's already got his revenge. revenge. Do He already thinks Jack's going to die because he's not going to get on a lifeboat like everyone else that is in third class. So to me, I don't even know that you really care at that point because you know how many thousands of people are going to, hundreds of people are going to die because there's not enough boats and you know that you're probably rich enough you can get on one and they can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, you've had your revenge because you're rich and his in his world. He's petty. It's not enough. I guess. It's not I enough. Yes, he's petty. I want to fucking shoot you, and I want to be the bullet from the gun that I'm holding. I want to make sure I'm the one that kills you, not the sea. Let's get to what it all comes down to. And, you know, we didn't talk about some of the famous scenes. I want to get into that. I forgot before we get to the end. The, the, the famous scene of I'm the king of the world and all that bullshit. Yes. Yeah. But people forget is Fabrizio ruining it with his accent right after that. I'll never forget you. I think I see the Statue of Liberty way out there. <laughs> he does. He says that. It's a really small. Oh, <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Did he die? I think he died. I'm assuming he did. Yeah, Fabrizio. Yes, he did. That's why this movie can't be as good as it is. People think it is. Just that character alone. Just you were character. happy he died. You hated his fucking accent so much you wanted him to die. Yeah. Well, that guy's been in other movies and he never had that accent ever. So I forget who it is. He, but still, he's been... he, he never had that accent. The guy who played Fabrizio, who was that guy? He's been in some movies we like, I thought. He did not have that accent. That was not an accent. That was you me don't... trying to do an accent. Danny Nucci. What did he do? Danny Nucci. Crimson Tide, he, yeah, he was uh, one of the, I think the driver, like the pilot, The Rock. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies. Um, that's why I say he was in a lot of movies back then. And it was just like, I never rem- I knew he always played like a New York Italian, but he never sounded like that. Yeah, I'll definitely say he, he and Rose's mom, my least favorite characters. Um, Rose's mom, I don't... Th- I don't dis- see. I understand not liking her because of what she wants her daughter to do. But as a character in the movie that creates the plot device for that romance, you need her. So when you tell me the romance um, is great, you better hope she's she's a part of it. By the way, she's a fucking she, tag along. She's the antagonist. She's the tag along. Whatever. <laughs> You're the tag along. She's Macaulay Culkin's parents. You're the tag along on this podcast. <laughs> I want to get to the I need final. To set my sights higher. I I do want to you know I want to get to the final thing of this tragedy part on the second half. It's obvious the one thing everybody talks about, and it is a generic for me. It is the door, of course. Could there have been a room for a second yeah. person on that door? Yeah, we always got to go back to that conversation. And and if they were, and then later on, she gets off the door like an idiot. 
and goes over to find that whistle on that guy. But there's other shit floating out there. Why couldn't Jack have found another piece of shit to float on? Uh, let me tell you, the dead child in the water. Yeah. Fuck. Horrible. You know what? But that's... See, you're... But that doesn't make the movie good. I'm not saying... I didn't say okay. that made the movie good. I said it's horrible. But that's one of those little that. things that people look at, you know, and be like, oh my gosh. You know, they did that so well. I mean, the CGI doesn't even hold up as well now. Um, but but it's it's not... Ah, that whatever. The door. Fuck Rose. Yeah, he did. In the car. Maybe. We don't. We never really saw it. What if it was just heavy petty? I doubt it. <laughs> you think? Uh, you Do you think, think so? it was just hand jobs? Uh, no, no, I don't. You know the only you know what I am glad they didn't do? You know what I'm glad they didn't do? Make a is sequel I'm, that she got pregnant and it was Jack's baby, and then the sequel's about the kid. You're right about the Jack's baby thing, though. At the end of the movie, making you know, if if they really leaned into the to the shitty romance angle a little further, they would have put, oh, and then when I got back nine months after the Titanic, you know, I had a our my child, my first child. Like like they could have done that, but they didn't. You know, that, that, well, that she may have, but we don't know. I bet it was in there. I bet, I bet you dollars to fucking donuts. Someone pitched that idea and it was there and it probably is on the cutting room floor somewhere. Hopefully. I mean, there's, cause they, 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 they broker in all the basest parts of that romance angle that they have to do that one too. It would be very hallmarky for one. Like I said, it has the smell, the smell of hallmark to me. Some of the formula, the, the aw shucks romantic guy oh just you know i'm just a romantic guy who who's sensitive and draws and likes to party you know whatever <laughs> fuck him wow sorry i i just i you know believability is a thing for me and i just don't there's no believability in that character okay it's all good i think that's more of a desire than a reality like somebody would desire to find that person that's why they put it in the movie. They didn't put it in the movie because that's what they really would have gotten. A guy who plays cards and lives by the seat of his pants is probably a grifter, as Hoxley would have called him, and a con man, and probably wouldn't be a, a true romantic as much as an opportunistic one who's trying just trying to get the money from the lady. You, you desire the, the sensitive man who's just living by the seat. Of, you know, He's the feather in Forrest Gump. You know, He's just that blowing around in the wind. But, but that's not what he is. In reality, it's not what he would be. So. Okay. You, Just speak your piece. What, do you have anything to say? You say nothing. All I'm saying, I, all I've said the whole time is I disagree with every fucking thing you're saying. But you don't tell me why. You don't tell me what makes it good. I do like it because I do enjoy the acting and I do enjoy the story. And what else do you want me to tell you? I don't know. Jesus. Like, you're just like... Break it down to me as to why that's an exceptional story. Like, where does it differ from any other story that made it special? The actors. You're just like a flaming hemorrhoid today. You were like... You know what made it special? And I've told you this. It's the Titanic made it special. It's that it had a ticking time bomb. It's that it was on the Titanic and people had their Titanic goggles. The romance in itself, not special, not innovative, not new. We've seen it. It's been done. Right. There you go. It has been. But when you have it done right with two actors that you like and that have you think have chemistry, which I do, you don't, fuck you. 
then that makes it good. All right. So. Fuck you want me to tell you? I, hey, you know what? I appreciate you. I want to say um, I do have a fact here, a final fact. Um, yep. You know, the boat sinks. Uh, and But during the movie, uh, the chef we see drinking from a flask next to Jack and Rose while the ship was sinking is based on a real person, by the way. Charles John Joffin, I think it is. I don't know how to pronounce the name. J-O-U-G-H-I-N, Jogan Joffin, was an English-American chef, and he is notable for surviving in the freezing water for two hours. Crazy. Which is a lot. He was the last survivor to leave the Titanic as he climbed on the safety rail on the outside of the ship and was just waiting to go down like on an elevator. He explained that he didn't feel the effects of the cold water as much, probably because of the consumed alcohol. See? So, people, public drink service up. message. This is why when you go on a cruise, you need to drink as much as you can. However, 99% of the time, people go overboard on accident because they're trying to do stupid drunk shit on the railing. Don't do that. So, therefore, you do heighten that risk. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's only two ways you go over a ship. Drunken stunts or you want to go over it. So, there you go. <laughs> Don't drink too much unless you really want to survive the cold water. You are all about PSAs today. I am. I am all about PSAs. My PSA for this movie is, if you watch it, just remember it's two movies and see if you like both of them equally. That's all I can say about that. There you go. That's all I can say about that. That's all I can say that about was that. bad. That was a bad one. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I can't can't please everyone. Oh, I got my other six pack too, by the way. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Throw it out there. I gotta give the other one the whole when she's telling the story. Oh yeah, because we don't really talk about well, we haven't talked no, no, about no, no, it. But no, go the ahead. part just the part where he the drawing is taking place, and they're like, "Did we do it?" Like that whole crew is like so fucking turned on right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's which like, is weird when a hundred year old lady sitting there talking it? to you. I'm telling you what, she can. She can build a cliffhanger for sure with her yeah. storytelling. That whole the whole narration part of it, and like I said, to me, a generic was the the heart of the ocean, like we talked about earlier, where she throws it in the ocean. Because I thought, man, what a meaningless gesture for an item that meant nothing to the guy you're throwing it for. Exactly. I, I thought just, that was you know, that's one like whatever. Like Goose's dog tags. I get that. I totally yeah. get that. This is like, this thing's worth a Brazilian dollars. Yeah. You could fucking end world hunger with this, but you want to drop it in the water. I wonder if he had any uh, more of Jack's drawings in there because he had the whole thing. You know, I just thought about, I feel like this episode probably jinxed us, jinxed me. Why? Because we got a fucking leaking pool upstairs. And we're doing Titanic. <gasps> I blame you for this shit. You're going to be sinking some money into that pool. I blame you for this shit. We already fucking have. What are you talking about? (laughs) So, so there it is. That's that's my thoughts mostly because Anthony's thoughts are, greatest movie ever. It's all I got. Never said that either. Never fucking said that. Well, whatever. I think you you like it too much though. All right. So you want to rate this thing up or do you want me to rate it first? Well, first, do you want to do memorabilia? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For our, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. What do you want? Oh, what do I want? I mean, obviously the heart of the ocean would right. be the number one item for everyone. I want that or the door. 
I want the door. I was gonna say. Okay. Yeah. Better I want the door. door. Yeah, door would be nice. I mean, I want yeah. the door. Or you know what? You know, I'll say Jack's sketchbook. No, you know what? Not Jack's sketchbook. Rose's picture. Well, it would be in there. So I'd have all the pictures. I'd have the one-legged prostitute I never got to see. I'd have it That's, all. You know what? That would be a good one just to find <laughs> out. Okay, did that drawing really exist? You know, and I would display that. <laughs> I would display that in the in the house. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Are, are you wanting me to go first I, or you? Seriously, one-legged prostitute, though. I mean, mad props. I mean, uh, but, playing, you know, there's playing, okay. there's playing hurt. There's playing injured. And then there's playing with one leg. But I'm going to say this, and, and you know, there are fetishists out there that that's a thing for. So oh, really, sure. you fill a niche market when you have, are a one-legged prostitute. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a foot guy who who's in the person with only one foot. Like, I mean, It does make you wonder, is it is it quicker or is it harder to switch positions? Oh, I don't even want. I don't even know the legit. I I can't you know, think of the. Like, uh, when you want to reverse on a hard cross immediately? Go to guns on them. Can you do it faster <laughs> that way? I like the Top Gun reference. Yes, I think I'm going to come in inverted, inverted dive yes. on that one. About two meters. <laughs> Get the Polaroid. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, do you want me to rate this one up first? Go or ahead. You? I'll let you. I'll, I'll give you the honors today. I don't think it's any, um, uh, obviously I have some feelings about this movie at the time. It was very well made for what it is. Uh, since then, if you watch it, you can, it, it does, it shows its age. It's not the rewatchability is hard on this one. Well, one, I mean, you already know the ending fucking thing's going to sink. I mean, like, come on, get real. It's the Titanic. I mean, we know what happens. Spoiler. <laughs> And the only way to make it interesting was to throw a romance on there that had to somehow run its course within the couple days and then sink. Um, and kind of that's how my feelings are, you know. It's a very quick romance for me on this one. I wasn't, I'm not blinded by the goggles of the tragedy. I'm not blinded by my desire to want something great around that tragedy. I don't think the romance is that great. I think the best part of it is the second half of the movie when they're trying to get off the ship and then they fuck it up by not giving him room on the door. I mean, things like that. Uh, but because of the performances, I personally think this is a particularly average movie for me. Like this is one I will not watch again, probably because it's so fucking long. And I don't think it's so exceptional for all those because Fabrizio alone cost this movie five points. <laughs> Just fucking accent alone. So I give this 13 cans. 13, okay. So um, I do got, before I rate it, throw in one other story. I think I might have mentioned this before in an older podcast. I don't remember. I feel like I did at some point. But I do remember one funny story about this. So back in the day when I worked for a pizza place. Yeah. Um, east of Chicago. It's my first job. Yeah. Making pizzas. The one girl worked there. She was the shift manager. I just remember because this was after you know Titan- Titanic had come out and everything. <clears throat> I think I know the story. You do, yes. Her husband, I think it was, found it was like thrown out. Basically, it was like basically a uh, uh, Oscars copy of it. Yes, that you get to view ahead of time, whatever. So it was like basically, I guess, like damage from being thrown out. But oh. she said she 
And this is before, so this is like, you know, back when this is before the digital age and you could get stuff like early, like we have now yeah. and things like that before pirating or anything like that. So she said she would play it on her TV. And if she watched it from the reflection off their fish tank, I think it was. That's she awesome. Would see it just fine. So I was like, man, that's Boy Scout shit. Yeah. yeah you did. I, you, I, I remember you I telling me that, that yes. story. Telling so, me that story. So, yeah. I had to bring it up again since we're doing Titanic. Um, okay. So for me, <clears throat> I do think Titanic's a great movie. I don't think it's the best fucking movie ever made, so shut up with that. But the easiest way for me to rate this, and I do understand, I I would say in, in initially I was like, it's got to at least be a 20. I mean, it's a fucking worldwide phenomenon. We had some great actors in it. You can bitch about their acting all you want. Um, and again, the story I told, I enjoyed even knowing what was going to happen at the end, but was going to sink. So the easiest thing for me to do was to work just backwards from a perfect score. So got a point off for Fabrizio. That's and that's too weak. That's too weak for that fucking accent. Now down to a 23. <laughs> got a point off for saving the heart of the ocean, then dumping it in the fucking ocean at the end with all the good you could have done with that. That's a point off. We've got uh, the spitting scene uh. that I can't fucking stand. That's a point off. And then three more points off for Celine Dion. So give an 18. <laughs> My wife, why would you do her dirty? Well, she Not did me dirty. Wife. She so. did you wrong. She did me wrong. All Not right. What's that shit. put us at, man? That's at 15 and a half. Oh, so what does that, what, what do we have that, that we would say we'd rather watch or, or watch just as much as uh, Titanic? Let's see here. Uh, house party is 15.25. I'd watch that before I'd watch Titanic again, actually. Yeah, totally. Uh, 15.75, Men in Black. Better movie. We got anything else nearby there. 15.25, Matrix Reloaded. Ooh, I'd watch it before this, but not, but, but it wouldn't be like comfortable. 15.75, Scream. I'd watch that before this. I'd probably give it a lower score. 15 and a half. Matching Tin Cup. Ooh, yeah, Tin Cup's a good has some good parts in it. Now see, fifteen and a half, same score. I went seventeen, you went four, fourteen on Tin Cup. Yeah, a little better than this. And let's just fucking because we have to. Fifteen point two five, Furious Seven. I gave that a much higher score. Nineteen and a half, you gave Furious Seven. That's a way better movie than this. <laughs> I mean, tell me which one you'd rather watch right now. If we said we got to watch a movie and it's either Furious 7 or Titanic. I'd I literally probably have to flip a coin. 15 and a half, Working Girl. Let that river run. Boom. Yeah. 15 and a half, The Strangers. That's a better movie to me. I like it better. Isn't that sad how many movies I think are better? Well, you know, we haven't got anywhere. I gave it th- Here we go. 15 and a half. Grease 2. I love Grease 2. Who does That gave probably a 19 or 18 or something. Grease 2, you gave a 17. I gave a 14. We both, yeah, I mean, overall, we like, it's a better movie. I think we love that movie more, higher than we rated it, I will say. I, yeah, I'll give you that. Maybe I did. But Michelle Pfeiffer's so hot. Okay, so, (laughs) so let me get it. I'm such a dumbass. All right. You know, no, no. I'd much rather you 
go into Michelle Pfeiffer so hot other than I was Celine Dion's ex-husband. I wish I'd had that dream with Michelle Pfeiffer back then, but I did not, sadly. You were definitely washing the sheets the next morning if you did. (laughs) We would like to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to join our Patreon so you can get some of that bonus content and other fun stuff. Remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. And our episode schedule is there as well. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. You name it. We do it. Usually. Well, not as much as all, not as much as we should. You Anthony it, does not socialize media very well. I'm not social. I, I would have to say you are the worst at social media that I've ever met. I'm not a social butterfly. That is I'm a goddamn caterpillar. Under 50. Caterpillar. You, what, you're a caterpillar? I'm not a social butterfly. You're just, a, well, I mean, let's get you into your cocoon. Let's get your chrysalis completed. So uh, is there anything else you want to say? Are we done with this? Um, I think that's it. Appreciate you guys listening. Happy Monday.